Hello Internet and welcome to Season 2 of my podcast, Talk Show! My name is Annabelle and over the next few episodes, you can read expert reviews of movies or TV shows that I've seen. I'll talk about what's trending and I'll also try to objectively evaluate if they're worth your time. So welcome to today's episode where we're going to be talking about two horror slash scary um, shows <laughs> that are on Netflix. Uh, for today's episode, I've gotten my good friend Grace to be back on the show. Say hi, Grace! Hello, hello. <laughs> yeah, so um, why I've gotten Grace on the show is because a few weeks back, um, I was watching Sweet Home. It's a Korean Netflix drama um, that's like borderline monster, apocalyptic genre. And Grace was watching uh, Alice in Borderland, which is, is also kind of like a... Um, it's not really apocalyptic, is it? It's more no, like it's a, not. It's just, it's just horror, psychological horror, thriller, thriller Japanese series. Yes. Yep. So um, we were both talking about it on Instagram And we were like, mm. hey, let's do like a switch lah. So <laughs> Grace watched Sweet Home and I watched Alice in Borderland And then now we're, we're here talking about it so, yep, yep. <laughs> so yes, so I don't know how many of you actually follow me on social media But recently I also wrote like a short subtongs on this website called Medium And in my article I list three reasons why we should watch horror Even though we don't really like the genre So today on the show like we're going to be talking more about that And if you want to check out my, my article, it's going to be on my social media I hope I hope I remember, sometimes I forget but anyway, <laughs> it's okay. So as I mentioned earlier, we're going to be talking about two popular horror TV shows that have topped the charts on Netflix. And uh, so Grace, maybe um, we can split this into two episodes, right? So the first yep. episode, we're going to be talking about the shows and like our initial expectations, our impressions of the show. And afterwards, uh, for the next episode, maybe we can dive deeper into the shows proper. So I guess for the earlier part of the episode... Can't say no spoilers because they're already both out fully aired on Netflix. Uh, so mm-hmm. yeah, this is my disclaimer. There might be, will be spoilers. But then again... Definitely. <laughs> definitely. But then again, they're both like webtoons and manga that are already completed. So I'm um, not sure if you'll count what we are saying as a spoiler. Hard yep. to say. So uh, maybe we can start with some background, right? Um, just to get um, people who don't know Sweet Home and uh, Alice in Alice, Alice in Borderland a bit up to date with uh, what we're talking about. So first yep. of all, Sweet Home is a Korean drama based on a webtoon of the same title. And for those who are unfamiliar, webtoons are basically like Korean manga, Korean Japanese manga. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Mm-hmm. Hold up. Korean the, manga. The Korean, Korean equivalent uh, Korean of Japanese comic manga. Yes. There we go. There we go. <laughs> uh, but it's definitely uh, a lot different from the conventional Japanese manga because, uh, first of all, it's coloured and the reading style is also a lot different. So, uh, for web. Oh, really? Like, wh- how different is it? The style, the imagery style is a lot mm. more. They do like scene per scene, shot per shot. Whereas in manga, sometimes, I don't know if you read manga. Do you read manga? Uh, not so much. Uh. Okay. The, so I think the last one I read was. <laughs> I think the last one I read was Yeah, Fruits Basket, <laughs> yes, yes. And that was that was in two thousand and seven. Oh, oh wow. Thirteen when I was that thirteen. So long ago. <laughs> it's super long ago. And now everybody yeah. knows how old we are. Oh dear. <laughs> uh, okay, so just to let you guys know, so, so manga, right? Um, sometimes they have a tendency to bombard the picture with um the, the sorry, the the column with a lot of information. 
Um, mm. There might be like many, many speech bubbles going on at once, and uh, the reading style is like left to right in a zigzag fashion. Whereas, whereas for webtoon, right, it's a lot. I would say simplified. So um, mm. they show it shot by shot, and sometimes they even have sound effects as one uh, column. Uh, column. Mm. I'm not sure what mm. what they call it. Like one frame. One box. One box, yes, one box. Yeah. Thanks, Grace. Uh, so, no yeah, worries. that's the difference. <laughs> yeah, and as I mentioned earlier, the genre for Sweet Home is listed on Wikipedia, of all places, uh, as apocalyptic horror drama. Mm. And Sweet Home uh, debuted on Netflix as an original drama on 18 December 2020. So, pretty, pretty recent. Then, for Alice in Borderland, it was adapted from a three episode anime, which was adapted from a manga. So mm. um, the manga was completed in 2016 And yes, had three spin-offs I, I'm not sure if the spin-offs are actually like Very closely <laughs> related to what the, the uh, Yeah, I'm not, I'm not too sure because I haven't read it um, But there are three And the live action series of Alice in Borderland Debuted on Netflix on December 10 uh, yeah. So yeah, pretty close to one another The genre is listed as science fiction, suspense, thriller, streaming, drama that's a yep. that's a that's a mouthful. Very long genre, man. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I guess that's that for the introduction to the two series that we're going to be talking about today. Uh, yep. so Grace, I was the one who kind of forced you <laughs> to watch Sweet Home. You were telling me that you really don't you don't do well with gore and blood. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I, no, the thing is this, like when I before I started watching, I was very skeptical because I thought, okay, um based on I mean my friends all watched it as well and they yeah. all said that the monsters look so scary. Okay. Uh my another friend of mine said that he doesn't dare dare to watch it at night. He only okay. could watch it in the day because of how uh gory the monster is. So uh based on based on that I was very apprehensive. That, right. Then when when I started watching Sweet Home, I I was I would say I was very dis- I was kind of disappointed with <laughs> how the monsters looked. Yeah, we can talk a lot about it later. But yeah, yep, that sure. was like a, a TLDR of okay. my of my Sweet Home watch uh, watching Sweet Home, the experience yeah. of it uh, Yeah. Okay. I, uh, yeah. I guess it like overall though. Did you did you think it was alright? Alright, so like before, like throughout the whole 10 episodes, I remember telling a friend of mine that I really didn't like the show. I gave it like a solid 3 out of 10 because um, first of all, I don't like watching Korean dramas or Korean shows in in general. (laughs) I really tried, come on. You know, I tried watching The King, it wasn't a good experience for me. You just keep walking into the wrong ones, Grace. You just need to listen to my podcast more often (laughs) and you'll know which ones to target. Yeah, but I tried. But okay, like, um, I mean, coming back, combining with the fact that I don't really watch K-dramas a lot, um, mm. and also, I'm so sorry um, yeah, <laughs> yeah Like like Sweet Home It was a good experience Watching the whole thing mm. I think the last yeah. episode Pretty much tied up A lot of things And mm. it does give A good teaser As to when um, How how it's going to happen In the second season Answers a few mm. Plot holes In season 1 So uh, it was 6 out of 10 For me Throughout the whole show So right. At least it okay. passed It's a pass <laughs> at, least, <laughs> at least you pass at least it Thank passed. you, Grace. <laughs> yes. Was there anything that you know you found was decent about Sweet Home? Uh, I would say the character arc for the main character Hyunsoo. Mm. Uh, yeah. Uh, and also the song choices. Like, I was, I was very surprised and yet impressed with the songs that they chose for Sweet Home. Like you know, 
instead of normally when it comes to horror horror shows you know the monster scenes and everything you would expect yep. like a very intense orchestral eerie. piece that kind of eerie right. music and stuff but i was yeah. very surprised in a good way uh, for the fact mm. that they use like a rap song or from by mm. And Imagine Dragons. The Imagine Dragons one kind of threw me off, though. I'm gonna be really? very honest here. When I heard what? Imagine Dragons, I was like, "What? Why is Imagine Dragons doing in Sweet Home?" Mm. I guess okay, maybe it's because it's a Korean drama, right? So I expected mm. like Korean artists and stuff. They're speaking in Korean, you know. Uh, uh, mm. and then they're like, "Here we are." <laughs> 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 no, what? The I understand. Heck? But I, I, I don't know man Like for me For me I feel that Imagine Dragons Was a good fit You mean in terms of the style? The, yeah the style of the song Like if you exclude Like the English lyrics and stuff Imagine Dragons as a genre Okay like the style yeah. It really fits the whole theme and stuff If I were to summarise Sweet Home In, in a yeah. song It would definitely be BY side by side there was one part of the song which, where B.Y. raps like, Oh, no way to go back, so my feet are facing forward. There are times I couldn't do anything when I couldn't fly when I felt so cowardly. That basically sums up Hyunsoo. <laughs> yeah, like the first two episodes, he was yes. so scared, you know. That's true. He would rather stay in his room, be a hikikomori. Yeah. Mm, yep, yep. And like saying like, the song was like, Oh, you tried to take me, I'm running away. I tried to hide inside the doubt among all this noise. Desire tortures yeah. me. My instinct has left me to love you, but next to it is temptation. Which, I mean, mm. that pretty much sums up Sweet Home because the people who get monsterized are people who have hidden desires that, that overwhelms yeah. them and become, and in return, they become a monster. So this pretty much sums up Hyunsu as, as well as the survivors in the greenhouse, per se. And mm. I really like how, okay, because BY, um, for those who don't know, BY songs are pretty much uh, influenced by Christianity because he is a Christian. One thing I really like is the first part where he, he said, oh, keep running forward, this is Sodom. So uh, right. a little background, mm. uh, Sodom mm. is actually a place in the Bible, okay, in the, in the religious text Bible, where it can, it can, be, said, it can be argued that they represent um, man-made desires Personal desires So yeah. uh, That's yeah. so interesting I never knew that Wow I know right <laughs> He might be using Sodom as a metaphor For uh, mm. people uh, Hidden desires of people Of individuals So right. yeah what, So it's quite interesting That he wrote like Oh keep running forward Or keep Yeah keep running forward This is Sodom So it's trying yeah. to say that Oh are you running in Sodom Or are you running away from Sodom Wow, rap philosophy right here, man. Yo. This rap philosophy. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> but it's very typical of B.Y.'s because um, his mm. songs are very uh, metaphor-based. Very Christian yeah. metaphor-based. So I was surprised. I mean, I wasn't surprised, but I, I, that got me to like the song even more because mm. the way is so much underlying uh, narratives in that song. It's all Good about song. desire, right? To be honest, like, I couldn't really wrap my head around the, the idea of desire, like, I, I don't mm. know if you got this But like um, They mm. said something To the effect of If you have desire Then you start to change Correct So does it yeah. mean That everybody else Is just living like Cardboard lives What do you mean by that I don't know I feel that Anybody Who is living mm. Right Would have desire mm-hmm. Be it a desire To eat You know Like the first monster Or yeah. um, Say a desire To be loved That kind of thing Yeah So yeah. when they say um, when they say like Oh they don't really have a desire But I felt that Many of the characters Did have a desire right So first of all There was Convenience store uncle's wife 
who always get beaten around by him, I'm sure that her desire would be for either the husband to stop beating her or to have enough courage to stand up against him. And like yep. for the girl who was a ba- you know the ballet dancer who injures her leg, like yep. her desire is to be able to dance and stuff like that. So when they say that mm. you know having a desire is what changes you, then mm. I'm not too sure what do they mean by desire. Maybe we're lost in translation here. Um, but mm. the one that threw me off the most was um the doctor char- the medical student character at the mm. end. What was the desire? Like what was mm. the desire that changed him? Because remember in the final scene, he does have a nosebleed and everything, that which yeah. signifies that he is changing. What was his desire? <laughs> I honestly think it's like obsession. So for example, the convenience store uncle, his yes. desire was regaining power and mm. stuff. I think okay. I think in general, the the characters in Sweet Home were just very mm. well built, and I think mm. this I guess kind of stems from like how the webtoon was. Um, was constructed right so mm. um, I did preliminary interviews with people because I just don't have time to to, sure. <laughs> to dive into all these things but sure, sure. Uh, apparently my colleague at work um, read the mm. webtoon and she the way that she was um, telling me about like how things progress it's very mm. different from the series it's extremely yeah. different so mm. I think that the webtoon really focuses on the characters and mm-hmm. um, in some sense that is brought across in the series lah so maybe that's why the characters are so well designed, I feel. It's actually very interesting that you said that because um, I do remember like uh, Yi Shi Yong, the, the, mm. firefight- the actress who played the firefighter secret agent person. She's yeah. not part of the webtoon. She's like... She's not. She's, yeah, she's not. She's not. <laughs> Segway a bit. I love her. She's such a badass. And she's amazing <sighs> at TikTok. Is. I saw the video of her, like, the husband was, like, pouring food or something. Then she'll run out of the room to see what he's eating. <laughs> that yeah. was so cute. And, he, uh. and, her punching, and her punching, like, her manager and her, her, her husband, I think. Because she is, she was once a national boxer. Oh so. my goodness. Are you oh. serious? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She, she actually, she represented Korea for one of the boxing competitions, oh I think. Goodness. I think she's, yeah. That's so badass. Before she became an actress. Do you remember like there's one particular scene in Sweet Home where she was so ripped? Like I mean there I'm yeah. sure there is some computerized CGI. face training. CGI muscles. Yeah, CGI. <laughs> yeah. Okay, like some, yeah. but her body is legit. I saw Fitness I saw clips homes. of her doing push-ups on set. And she had yes. like her personal trainer there and everything. I was like, wow, that's insane. You know she's insane. a she's a mother. Can you imagine yeah, she... being a mother and having such a ripped body? My goodness. I never want to be Dude. her child. Can I slap I die? Eh. I'll fly to Johor. Eh. <laughs> <laughs> No, but do you, I mean, segue again. I am not sure if you have watched uh, this Korean drama, Korean variety show called I Live Alone with mm. Seung Ri, from, uh, formerly from Big Bang. Yeah, so um, she was the one who tried to give away slash sell her milk so- uh, soap bars made from her breast milk. What the heck? <laughs> <laughs> like, so there was this particular scene where She's so weird, she, I cannot. <laughs> she guest appeared in one of the shows where, uh, one of Sungri's episodes, and she just casually asked him, like, oh, would you like some um, soap bars breast I milk, made from my bars. breast milk? <laughs> because I got a lot, and I made, I gave it to friends. So if you want, I can pass you a few. And Sungri looks so uncomfortable. <laughs> why, why would you even, why would, any, okay, first of all, why would anyone say that? Second of all, why would you say that on TV? <laughs> what? 
What, what inspired this train of thought? It's like due to that as well as her boxing for professionally previously and her being such a, such a kick-ass actor, actress. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, it, I like her even more now. I don't the know. The breast milk thing threw I, me off, but... <laughs> <laughs> I know. I know. It threw me off too. My yeah, mind is blank like, right now. I'm just like... <laughs> 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 Sorry, coming back from yes. breast milk soap bars. Um, <laughs> maybe we can talk about yeah. on that on that note, right? Let's talk about things we didn't like in sweet home. <laughs> so, um, okay, we mentioned just now. Yeah, animation is an issue, right? And I was yeah. talking to a few like my of my friends who are in animation, like they did animation as their major in uni, and now they're doing like animation related stuff. Um, they do say that it looks cheap. Uh, and mm-hmm. okay, so to our listeners, if you're wondering why the animation looks like Coraline, the monsters are actually puppets. Yeah, it's something like a more grotesque version of Sesame Street. Uh, but here's <laughs> the thing, right? My friend, my friend also says that like this um, cheap-looking yeah. style of animation is fairly mm. common in Asian animation. Really? I honestly mm-hmm. don't know because I'm not an animation major, so I'll just take her word for it. Uh, but for you, Grace, uh, I know you raised this up to me like, a couple of times and you even said this at the start, right? So did yeah. you end up getting used to the animation or did you still think it was a sloppy attempt at animation? No, I I couldn't get I, used to it. Eh? Whenever I see the monsters fighting, I'm just like yeah. <sighs> It looks it it looks bad. Like to me yeah. I, I tell this to I tell this to my friends, like the monsters look like they didn't they didn't render it properly. Like, the animators <laughs> yeah. did, like, a very slipshod job in animating the monsters. Like, I do get that there are some puppetry work involved. But yep. I don't... How can you argue that when you see monsters, like, the outdoor monsters, like, the big, big monsters, yeah, yeah. Very, big and uh, strong one. But, I mean, then again, I... My experience of seeing monsters come from games. So, mm. like, yeah. games... I mean, there are. I mean, when it comes to games, there are very specific specific uh, engines, game engines, which helps to render the monsters in a, in a very lifelike manner. So, for example, yeah. one game I can I can think of in my head right now is Dead by Daylight, Left mm. 4 Dead, PT, which is like Silent Hill, teaser, right, right, yeah. Mm. So that is my perception of monsters when it, and when I come into that show. I was, I mean, with that perception, I, I feel very disappointed. Ah. Like, right, come right. on, man, you can do better than that. <laughs> but even I mean, a game then could again, do better, right? Yeah. Even a game can do better than that. So I, I was kind of disappointed. But then again, mm. if I am some, if a normal viewer who has no experience in watching games or playing ge- horror games, which involves good, uh, which involves monsters, uh, mm. I would, they might, en- they might enjoy Sweet Home per se. Was there anything else that you didn't like about um, Sweet Home? Mm. I mean, for me, I would say the pacing of the show. Like, okay, if I could compare it with Alice in Borderland, alright, since right. uh, both of them are somewhat similar per se, I would say Sweet Home's first season was pretty rushed. Right. Again, as usual. It's a mm-hmm. K-drama thing. Yeah, so um, uh, I would yeah. think the last episode kind of saved it, to be honest. The last episode so, was really like yeah. trying to rev up our expectations for season two. Mm. Yep. Yeah. What about you? Um, what did I not like Or what did I yeah, like Yeah what What do you not like About the show 
Uh, well, I think we covered most of it. I think one mm. other thing, but this is just personal, right? I just couldn't appreciate the nosebleeds. Like, it was like a faucet. Mm. Okay. <laughs> like, on one hand, from my film student side, is like, how did they do it? Did they, like, put a mm. tube? Or yeah. is it all CGI? Like, I just kept, like, going back and... Like, I actually go- went back and forth because I'm a nerd, right? But then again, yeah. I, again I, I guess it was good visual effects, but... Uh, personally, just the blood made me feel very uncomfortable because it really just mm. went on and on and on. It's like, when does it stop? <laughs> yeah. It's a lot. Yeah. Like, I do not know yeah. how they do it, but I mean, that's the nature of uh, filming. I mean, film <laughs> film stuff, so... Speaking of which, like, yeah, I was thinking like, you know, how apoc- apocalyptic um, genres usually have like some essence of, uh, some elements of gore, right? Yeah. Where the monsters are eating the people or... Uh, I don't know There's like Blood gushing out I mean this does have Blood gushing out Of their nose But yep. From a genre Stylistic standpoint Right mm-hmm. There wasn't a lot of violence no, I didn't expect This This much drama It was more of the Drama Oh we're all in this together How can we make this A livable place For everybody And It was like 70% dead And 30% um, Imagine dragons <laughs> Running up mm. and down <laughs> Trying to fight off monsters And stuff like that I think the second thing that kind of bothered me from a genre standpoint was that there didn't seem to be a weakness in the monsters. So, um, hmm. one example that I could think of is Kingdom. And Kingdom, um, have you seen it? Uh, is it the Korean drama or the Japanese drama? Yes. I can't remember. It's Korean. It's Korean. Korean? No, I have not watched it. The Korean it. one. There is a Japanese one, but I'm talking about the Korean one. Basically, Kingdom is about... Yeah, it's basically a zombie series, right? And mm-hmm. the entire of season one was just high on trying to find the cure as well as mm. um how to stop it, which is mm. what we expect from a genre series, a genre film. Uh, mm. This was completely absent in Sweet mm. Home. And I understand, yeah, Sweet Home isn't technically a zombie genre. It's more apocalyptic monster, yeah. more than yeah. zombies, right? But yeah. at the very least, I expect them to, you know, explore it a little bit. Which they mm. kind of touch and go with, you know, with the whole, um, the firefighter's fiancé supposedly was a test subject and he was writing about it. And mm. there's a whole, like, um, military scientific um, experiment going on. Yeah, yep. I expected them to expound more on that, but they did not. So I'm wondering if this mm. is coming in season two or if this is just not their priority. It, to which, if, if it is, then I'm very disappointed lah. <laughs> I would think it will come in season 2 because they introduced the military in yeah. the last episode. So, I think it will come out in season 2. So, that, Hopefully. that will be good. Yeah. If not, I'm not watching it. <laughs> I'm not going to watch if it. Not, yeah, okay. it's very pointless to watch it, right? If the zombies aren't killable, then what yeah. for we watch it? <laughs> exactly. Yeah, okay. But other than that, I think what I liked about Sweet Home, I guess the premise was interesting. Because mm. everything is confined within the apartment complex And wow, the apartment complex is so huge, right? I've never seen such a... It's like there's a childcare centre There's a convenience store There's a whole um, underground thingo going on So that was mm. interesting I honestly think uh, Sweet Home would do, well, do, would do so well If it's developed into yeah. a horror game per se because mm. first of all you have a detailed map of the greenhouse yeah then you can use like the childcare as like your safe house you can like go to like the wheelchair dude to upgrade your weapons and stuff you can play as characters as Hyunsu as the katana christian dude you know or the or the <laughs> bad reading girl and stuff 
yeah. and then you can play yeah. with together with your friends and stuff to fight all the monsters and if it if it develops into a game, I would definitely buy mm. and play it. Yeah. Yeah. So Oh my yes. gosh, you know who will be the tank? Who? The 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 gangster with the scar. Because uh, he never yes, dies. Yes, yes. He'll be the tank. <laughs> yes, he would definitely be the tank. Then Hyunsu yeah. might be like the I don't know, what what will what will Hyunsu be? Uh Probably the, the, the quick dude la, the one the the, the speed the speed one thousand kind. Uh, yeah, but yeah, the attack yeah. not, not very not a lot of damage. Yeah. And I I guess riding on your point about the casting, I think yeah. casting was alright. It was pretty well done. The actors portrayed the characters very well. Song Kang. Yeah. Lido Hyun. Yeah. Yes. I love Lido Hyun. He's I you know he's my age. Oh my goodness. So I think Sweet Home as a series, uh, it's watchable. But uh, yeah, personally, I quite agree with you in terms of you know how the story was constructed, um, the flow of it, um, you know, and even the animation. Yeah. I think it could be done a lot better. Yeah, we spent a lot of time on Sweet Home. Yes. Uh, so now we're gonna be talking about Alice in Borderland, which Woo-hoo. is I guess your specialty since you oh. watched it before I did, and I you were just raving show. about it. Yes. So like. For Sweet Home, right, I felt that, like, the monsters, the portrayal of monsters was quite, like, trying to band people together. Um, mm. So we see, like, how the community, right, in the in the green home, they were all fighting against the monsters. Mm. Whereas Alice in Borderland, it was, uh, you know, humans versus humans. And then in the last episode, um, mm. well, I guess, spoiler alert, it turns out that the people who are running the game are also humans. Yeah, yeah it's like, Internal conflict, you know, yeah. and I thought that you know, I wa- I was wondering if this was like a portrayal of how they saw society, you know, Japanese society versus yes. Korean society. Yes, yeah, mm, that's a very good point. Interesting, very good point. <laughs> but 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 that's true Thank because you. that is what I've also mm. noticed as well uh, upon watching these two shows as mm. well. So for Alice yeah. in Borderland, which is Kento Yamazaki, looks yep. the same as Song Kang, <laughs> who look who plays Chunso uh, yeah. in Sweet Home. They look exactly yeah. the same. They have the both. They both like portray a similar kind of personality, yes, right? Yes, they do. Ariso is not really a hikikomori. Uh, to me, mm. if it if it comes to hikikomori, it would be uh, it would be Honsu instead. Because from what I know, from what I've researched, um, hikikomoris are people yeah. who really cut themselves away from society. To me, Honsu uh Hyunsu fits that narrative yeah. because Ariso is yeah. the kind of guy who still has friends, and he'll go out to hang out with their friends and stuff. He just doesn't want to move on, progress in life in terms of oh, getting a job, getting into college. He just wants to stay at home and play games all day long. So it's more like a NEET, N-E-E-T? Yes, he's a, yes, he's a NEET, N-E-E-T. Yeah. Non-employment. Okay. <laughs> it is an acronym for oh not in education, employment or training. Yes, he's a NEET for sure. <laughs> that is Arisu. Yeah, that's 100% Arisu. <laughs> yep. So, but but I would say they both are similar yeah. in a sense that they... I would say they, they do not want to live their life anymore. They are both very similar in terms of, in terms of how they lead their lives. But how do they respond in order to survive is quite different. Yeah. Their society is pretty similar but yet different. Yes. Like Japan is well known for its collectivist society where you have to follow mm. a certain protocol in order to succeed well in Japan. In Korea, yeah. that is also the case as well. But the, how mm. they respond, or like how both of them respond to issues per se, like issues like yeah. for example like Sweet Home, which is their pen, their monsterization pandemic, and also Alice in Borderland, where, uh, where you basically take away everything, take away uniformity. How do you survive? Yeah. yeah. 
Well, I mean, uh, of course, it's just our personal yeah, musings, right? Yes. <laughs> yeah. And I guess uh, with that, we have come to the end of part one of our horror in Netflix TV shows podcast. Yeah. So thank you, Grace, for doing the show with me. And stay tuned to part two of this podcast coming to you next week. So today's intro and outro was by my wonderful musician friend, Fernice Go. If you like what you hear, you can check her out on YouTube and her Instagram handle is at fur underscore nice music. And thank you listeners for tuning in. If you guys have any movies or shows that you want me to review or convince a friend to watch, you can drop me a tweet at talkshow or comment on my Instagram at bellthefreeelf and I'll have a go at it. So till next time. Bye-bye. Thank you. See you.